Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Man, what a deal Been a long time coming Welcome. You're, you've tuned in on accident or on purpose or somehow one way or the other or something. You clicked in the right place because the Lord led you here, but you're welcome to listen in the rest of the way. This is, uh, this is the One Truth Podcast. One Truth and Three Opinions. I'm Bronk Fleming. With me on this venture and this, this, uh, this journey is uh, Josh, Josh Brockman and Dan Reed. Say hi, Dan. Hey guys. Perfect. I think we had a little delay there, but it'd be all right. We're, uh, we're all in different places tonight. Dan's at his home there over there by Fort Worth. Josh, they're actually, uh, laying up for Angelo. Um, he was actually, it's ironic. There was no room at the end there in Stanford. So he jumped on his donkey and headed down there to Abilene and got him a hotel room. And, and I'm out here in the sticks of Ira, Texas with a hot spot going on. And we're really just praying that the internet holds up for a few minutes while we talk about some stuff. So, uh, Josh, what was your thought? I mean, when you, we got together and talked about doing a podcast and I was thinking about doing one, you were thinking about doing one, what kind of led you that way? Oh, you know, I think that, uh, intro song tells it all uh, of what all of our goal is here, um, uh, to set up and, and have a platform for Jesus, uh, that's accessible. That's easy. That's, uh, hopefully, you know, uh, like the name says, get targeted towards one truth and his truth. Uh, and that's our main goal. We'll cover, uh, you know, through this deal, like, like we've all talked about, and it's going to evolve to what it evolves in, but lots of different, uh, different avenues and aspects. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, I know that all three of us sitting here, his uh, goal is to, is to spread that one truth, uh, and do it through the word that he's given us. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it and have been, and it's been a, been a deal. It seems like uh, even up to tonight of, of having to kind of book it a little early to get to the motel 30 miles down the road from where we was planning, of uh, getting this thing off the ground, but it is, uh, something I, I know we all look forward to and I've looked forward to a bunch and away we go. Yep. Here we go. Dan, any thoughts on. Yeah. And. And I'll start with just a little backstory, Bronk. I don't know if you remember. Oh, it's been six years ago or so now that uh, you had stepped out on on faith and started kind of publicly sharing Jesus and 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 going out in the stock shows. And we'd seen Brother Ray Perryman do it, and and the stock show world kind of had a small revival. And and I messaged you one day on, on Facebook. And I said, man, God is wanting me to do something. I said, and I don't know what it is, uh, but he's wanting me to go out and, and be more public about my faith, be more public about my story. And, and and I just put a short video on Facebook one day. And from there, man, one small, and, and to me, it was a huge leap of faith. Uh, God has just opened so many doors He's put me in front of so many people. He's he's got me connected with with people across the country on on Zoom meetings in the morning. He's got me on like you, Bronk. He's he's got us in 
show arenas and we're, and we're not sorting livestock. We're, we're teaching about Jesus. We're telling our story of how we are nobody that, that our soul has been saved by Jesus Christ. And, and that is, my mission on earth now is to share my story and to build God's kingdom. And he's given us a common interest as tools to use them and build the relationships that we, we have through those show animals or whatever it may be to go and just share Jesus and to share how he's worked in my life, how we've, I've seen him work in your life, Bronk and Josh's life. It's just incredible. And, and, and like Josh said, whatever this invo- evolves into, it, it that's what it's going to be. But I have I have a great feeling that it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. God's been in this for a long time. Uh, he's, he's behind it all. We've got him in the forefront. It, it's going to be fun. And, and we'll see what happens. But I, I'm really excited about – just God leading us and putting us three knuckleheads together and uh, seeing what happens. It's going to be fun. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I remember that. Um, you know, a little, uh, I guess, backstory there. I mean, a lot of people know me, and I guess as we go through this, people are going to get to know a lot more about the three of us for sure. And and we're going to have some guests from time to time and uh, some people that, you know, that we look up to on different aspects of, uh, you know, just how they lead their families and, you know, people with some hard stories in their backgrounds and, and, uh, you know, one thing for sure I know is going to happen, um, with this podcast, um, in the same way that happened, um, back six or so years ago, I didn't even realize how long ago it was. I remember that message you sent me even Dan. And, um, I had, uh, I was, we had just moved up here to Ira and, uh, I was out at the South pens one day and, and we were plugged into church and it had been for a while. And I just felt this urge to share with the world about Jesus. And, and I set my phone up on the back of my trailer and went Facebook live. And anybody that's been to my house or has been on my 6 a.m. Bible studies, sometimes the service is not very good here. And it held service for like six minutes. So it was no doubt the Lord involved all the way. But I put that out there that day and and, uh, man, it's kind of the rest is history. Um, you know, been all over the country sharing in, in show rings. And, and one of the things I say is, you know, the guy always thought God gave me the ability to, to speak, to be an arrogant livestock judge. And I had no idea why he gave me the ability to speak was to be the opposite of that. In fact, and, uh, you know, and I, and after that, you know, I caught some stuff, um, you know, and that's probably going to start into some conversation right here about it all. And I think that's perfect for this first week. Cause got three imperfect guys on here with plenty of history, plenty of past. And, you know, I, I caught some stuff instantly. Like, man, I know that guy, that sucker's beer drinking at the shows. He's doing this, you know, he's done all kinds of this and that and everything else. And, and ultimately, man, I know it's going to happen within this podcast too. It's going to be like, man, look, you know, some of them thinking these guys holier than thou art or whatever it is. And, and I can assure you, I'm the biggest smart Alex Steele as there ever was being, and I hadn't changed that because that's part of the platform maybe he gave me. But um, and I know it's going to come. I mean, his word tells us that we're going to be up against challenges anytime we step out in faith and anytime we do anything to share His name. Um, just last week, uh, there in the book of Luke, um, on the Tuesday morning Bible study that uh, that I'd been leading for a while, there we well, you know he's talking about it, and it he sends them out and he says, "Hey, not everybody's going to receive my word." But, you know, when you get into it, 
you know, if he refuses you, he refuses me when you're out trying to do that. And that's one thing I know um, that that helped lead to this podcast. Josh has a Bible study that he's led with a group of his guys or feeders. And, you know, and it's not that they're closed in groups by any means, but, you know, it's kind of nice to have a small group of men that, you know, are praying for you, you know, and then just being a part of something. And that's kind of what got there. Cause we know there's a lot of people that, well, Hey, let's face it. A lot of our buddies ain't getting up at six o'clock in the morning to get onto something. Number one, number two, you know, it's a lot going on at a lot of houses during school years. And I, we, we thought also this would be just a great opportunity to, to put the word out on another platform that they can listen to any time of day or night or, you know, whenever they want to. So Officers look like he is zoned in ready. So we kind of talked about, uh, you know, kind of getting into Matthew first. And um, I think we can probably just dive into a little bit of the word and kind of tells us what it's telling to us. And, and uh, you know, there's going to be times, you listeners out there, there's going to be times we may not get but a couple scriptures in. And, and I'm, you know, we can compare it to show pigs. We may end up getting some of them secrets out of Josh himself right there while we're talking about the word, if we can catch him in there just right. But um so if you got your bibles out and you're driving down the road if you're driving down the road don't get your bible out but if you're sitting around listening <laughs> get into matthew right here um and we're not going to read these chapters you know word <laughs> for word we're just going to kind of get in and talk about and and um i'll just kind of kick this off right here at the start um there in matthew um that first first uh 17 verses are about the genealogy of jesus and it starts all the way back and uh, the first line says, "This re- the record of the genealogy of Jesus, the Messiah, the son of David, son of Abraham. And it starts out, it says, Abraham was the father of Isaac. And I'm not going to read through there, but it goes through 14 generations in one, one little section. It goes to another 14 generations in another little section, then another 14 generations in a couple other little sections. And as you is maybe somebody's opening their Bible for the first time. And I kind of think about back when I really started trying to read every morning, there was a lot of stuff I read and I thought, man, why is that in here? You know, like what's, what's the importance of that? And knowing, looking back now, you know, I think about a lot of things because I read through here and I see names that are listed in this genealogy of Jesus that were flat out murders, sinners, adulteresses, whores. I mean, just as bad as it gets all the way down through here. And that's one thing we were talking about before we hopped on the air of, man, if your name's written in that book of life, it's important. So I think it's very important where Jesus, where there were Matthew, this writer, you know, of this book here of, of one of these four of the, of the, uh, the epistles, the gospels here, just kind of breaks it in there and lists all these names. Pretty impressive, isn't it? When you look down in there and you see, you know, I can just start in right there. You can see Rahab. I mean, everybody knows Rahab histories. If you don't know it, you know, this is stuff that we'll talk about as we go on and maybe we'll get there. But, you know, Rahab was a prostitute listed right there. Not only is her name written in there, that means that somebody she produced is written in there. I look down in there and I see Solomon born out of a born out of a relationship of adultery that was that was tried to be solved that relationship that that incident tried to be solved by by David putting a guy on the front lines to kill him so he wouldn't know that his wife was pregnant with something else you know and um, labeled as the son of uh, uh, 
man after man, God after man, man after God's own heart, you know, so it gets in there. And uh, anyway, pretty cool. What do you guys think on that? No, I was listening to Dale, uh, MacArthur's deal the other day, just on the first chapter of Matthew, and, and he was talking about prepping for, for going through that and just, uh, I mean, just simply like how much grace is listed in that in that genealogy uh, and kind of view that same you know echoing what you were saying is is just as you go through that list uh, of people um and just in that and the essence and the line of of the christ and the messiah and our savior and that genealogy and that line of just how much grace god could show in, in everything and in that um, and kind of what he could take it and do with it, um, I thought was like, a, it was a way I'd never thought of that before because no different than probably a lot of people when, when I go to reading through genealogies and, and you kind of get going and this name and this name and this name and this name. And, and it's, you know, I, I get lost and confused and like I'm studying for a test sometimes when I get through that. But when, when, when you look at it from that light, um, uh, of the grace that's involved in those 14 generations um, that God used imperfect people um, is, is pretty impressive. Neat to me. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think uh, it's just further proof of the Old Testament telling Abraham that his descendants will be as numerous as a, uh, sand on the beach. And, and and we know that Jesus was questioned through his whole whole life, and and people here, there's no questioning that the proof is this all goes back to Abraham and how it started. I mean, I I could say, hey, my my great granddad ten times removed is Abraham Lincoln, and somebody'd say prove it. I couldn't prove it. Somebody can say, hey, Jesus can say, hey, I am a descendant of Abraham and we say, prove it. And well, you turn in the first 17 verses of the new Testament and there's proof right there where it comes and right where it come from. And goodness, the stories that are, that are involved in some of these guys names, some of these ladies names that, that are in this genealogy here are incredible. And the first verse of this this book, or first chapter of this book, is just incredible. And uh, as we dig into it, I think we're going to get some good stuff out of it, and and I hope our listeners do as well. You know, a neat thing that that he brought out in that the other day too that that just I thought about uh, is, and I'm not studied on on Jewish history, and and that nearly like like many people are, but how. Um, proving the line and the uh, and the line of david um that that the messiah would come from and how in, in that time and you know as, as we go through and you study the bible and it's and it's always um yeah, tracking pedigrees and and family lines and genealogies just like this is an importance of that to them it's probably a, a lot different um than than we do today but <laughs> being a what I do for a living, uh, it made sense of, of how he tied that to the, to the Jewish people and, and that that needed to be proved no different than, than a pedigree that, that we would go through. And we could talk about popularity of wars, 
uh, and people breeding and everybody wants to go back to the most popular line um, and drag it that way. Uh, everybody wants to use the most popular line. Everybody wants to be attached to the most popular line. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm probably the only person that, that puts that tie and thinks about it together um, that way. But um, he explained it a lot better than I probably just did then. But it just it kind of all went together. If, if you think about it from that and how important that is uh, of the Messiah coming and the line of David that he comes through. Uh, uh, as the Jewish people in that, um, uh, that obviously like missed the boat, but uh, and just put it in, in my little brain perspective of something I'm familiar with on a daily day basis um, of that same track and a pedigree line to, to there, it made sense to me that way. No, I was thinking that while you were talking there before you started talking, I was thinking about that because you know, we've got these people in here, a bunch of imperfect people that are listed in this genealogy of Jesus Christ right here, okay. Well, let's just, we're not going to break it down and say that the hottest boar in America right now is like comparable to Jesus by any means, but I guarantee every time they call Montgomery, Texas, or it don't matter who they call, they're expecting the Messiah to come save a line, a sow line that, that, that's train wrecked, that things are in the background. And, and I know for sure that, you know, people call all the time and say, well, I used that boar and man, I looked up, my front feet crashed and my ears were big and he was bad loined and all this. And they want to blame that boar that they used last time, even though 13 generations back is some flat footed, big eared, bad Yorkshire loin sow or something in there. And they've done forgot all about it. I mean, they want to blame it on the new one instead of what's been in the background. And so I just, to me, that's right there. Maybe it's two pea brains together, but. You know, that's just coming from a guy that has a line of inferior sows, and I know who I try to blame every time, and I got to remember it's back on my sows probably most of the time that it is Josh's boar or something. But at the same time, that's uh, it's important to know. You know, I, uh, I'm i actually right now having to take a history class because I didn't do very good in college the first time, and then as my other job as a college golf coach, aside from being a pastor of a church. But, um, you know, I was reading in history – and we actually had this conversation, us three talking about it. The amazement to me that I guess I didn't realize that this country, as it was being founded, as the boats are landing on the shores, whether that be the Mayflower or some of those other ones, and luckily those weren't listed on that test I just took, but how much importance it was, how many decisions were made based on religion and based off Christianity whether that be from the people that were landing and coming off of those boats to those that were trying to convert the Indians and how much stuff was being done that if we don't know our history and who we're getting off on a political, I am on these other guys aren't responsible, but you know, I know right now that we wouldn't be in such the wreck we're in. If a lot of people remembered where in the heck we came from, what we were founded on, what we were based on the things that have happened in the past. You know, we go to talking about racism. We go to talking about so many things, whether it's, you know, liberalism or the far left or, or whatever it is. If they remembered some of the stuff that we've already been through, we wouldn't be going through it again. And I think that's why, as, as Dan pointed out, this is the first word of the New Testament. This is the new covenant. This is the new thing. This is when the law went away. You know, in the Old Testament, it was black and white. You couldn't do enough to be saved, which ties right in to where we get into verse 18, and it talks about the conception and birth of Jesus. 
And man, I just think it's hugely important to remember where we've been. And I guess it's a shame that I had to live to 44 years old before I could have that revelation. And, but that's where we're at. So little rant there, but that's probably what this is going to be good for this thing. So I thought you were about to just let her, let her rip tater chip on that rant too. I thought we were about to take, take a stroll down it. I know you guys out, should be there fun. In, uh, out there in podcast land, you, we can see each other and you guys can't see us. And that's probably a good thing, but these two just kicked their chairs by <laughs> just ready to let it roll. They were ready to just hear it come. And, and that's, that's good though. But so uh, we'll get turned off back in this direction here of Matthew and 18. And it starts talking about the birth of Jesus, which is something else that I think about a lot. Man, let's, I'll read a little bit of this, and then I just want to ask this question. I think this is going to spur some stuff. I think it's going to spur some stuff in our listeners. Um, hopefully, we have more than a couple. I think we'll have three. I know Reagan, Carrie, and Molly will hop on and listen to us at least once or twice. But uh, past that, we'll see who else gets on. But it says in verse 18, it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows says, when his mother, Mary, had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. It says, and Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. But when he had considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Can you imagine in this day and time, you know, I mean, how far would that even go? I mean, and even for so for that time, for that part right there, it says right there. And I think it's important to point out to our listeners that even though it calls Joseph Mary's husband, they weren't actually married yet. You see, back then there was this live, there was three different stages of being married. There was the kind of the meeting. There was this middle deal that lasted about a year, which is where they were at right now. But the only way to get out of that was actually divorce. So you were basically married without being married and not to be confused with the trial runs that happen in this you know, day and time now where you shack up together for three or four years, then decide to get married. And if you're out there doing that, I'm not knocking you. I just like to talk to you a little bit, but the word is the word. So I guess we've probably made a few more listeners hop off already, but you know, and so, so he's not even really married to her. Um, you know, he would have right. If she was to come up pregnant, by another man, he would have every right to get out of that relationship, out of that betrothment. But the Jesus, but the angel comes to him and says, Hey, look, this is the savior. I can't imagine the faith that it took Mary and Joseph to roll through this. They didn't have Facebook back then, for sure. No Instagram or Snapchat for everybody to talk about them behind their back or Breeders World or anything else. But I can just imagine, and that's when I think back of what I opened up about, is I know there's going to be some people talking about us. Don't bother me at all. You know, them guys are on that podcast, and, oh, look at that guy. He threw a brush at a show. And I've tried to cut that down. So if you see me do it again, I'm trying not to. But I – uh I just think about Joseph and Mary, and I think about that step that it took for Joseph 
to just jump up there and believe that Mary was a virgin and that this baby was put in her by the Holy Spirit. I want to finish reading that, and then I want to talk about that together, and then we'll start winding this thing down And uh, for our episode here on the first episode on the one truth. But it says, now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which I think amazing how important Jesus is. How many names does Jesus have? I mean, lots of different names for Jesus. As in Joseph awake from his sleep, and he did as the Lord, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. That's important. That's important, as I talked about, coming out of the Old Testament and the New Testament. This is the, this is the chance for us three to be able to be forgiven of our sins, to be able to even sit here as we record this first podcast and be able to share the name of Jesus because we have been forgiven of our sins through repentance and through trying to make a valiant attempt to turn our lives around doing what's right by him. And I just think a lot of times, especially the role I'm in where I was supposed to be studying more and learning more. And, and I'm thankful for the new Testament. I'm thankful for, for Jesus. Cause I can't make it daily without him. Can't imagine living under the old law. Where you got that, Josh? I'm just sitting there. Just put yourself for a second in Joseph's position, just sitting there, and really just let it soak in and Easy to say how much faith it takes to do anything, um, but in that moment, and then and had just uh, you know, and and you know, as he said, obviously, and and probably had some things to just make up in his mind, and and then the Lord provided the way uh, to confirm his faith. But just thinking about that of uh, of the different routes that probably prior to the angel coming and, and saying, go with it. Uh, this is, this is what's happened and, and it's the real thing. Um, you know, how many things that, that we could probably just set a, a, on a day-to-day basis of that, that are different than that, but to just sit back and say, I'm going to trust you, uh, Lord. And, and, you know, though I don't understand it probably at first and, and what's to come next and, and what's going to come of this and, and, you know, Talking in that time, and I don't know exactly. Y'all can probably tell me how old Mary and Joseph were, but not very old. No, and just fourteen or so. So, so that that's just. Uh, I mean, that's pretty stout. Yeah, Joseph could have went and got some milk. Not coming. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. And I, not to harp on, and I guess maybe to harp on it a little bit, but just thinking what Joseph thought when Mary told him I'm pregnant, but it's Jesus. I'm a virgin. And, and, and God knew that Joseph would have doubts and he sent the angel 
to comfort and to reassure, hey, this this is this is the truth. This is what's happening. And, and I find it it's incredible that every time an angel shows up, one of the first things they say is, do not be afraid. And, and, he, and that angel told Joseph, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Because what she has conceived is from the Holy Spirit. What she's got in her is what she said she's got. She's got Jesus Christ who's going to save us all. And, and just, I, I, they were babies. They were young. I mean, we can't fathom how young these guys were bringing the Savior of the world into into the earth. And, and Mary, Brock, you talk about maybe we get some pushback because we've done this or we're doing this podcast because people have seen us do this and that. Yeah, you bet. Been there. That's not going to compare to the pushback and the the whispering that, that Mary could see and to hear and to feel and to Joseph. Can you, all right, what's you and your buddies? What, what, what are we going to say to Joseph? You know, we're all hanging out. Joseph, what? Are you kidding me? She's got Jesus. She's got the savior of the world in her belt. Come on, man. And then Joseph and, and uh, the integrity that he had, the belief, the faith that Joseph showed. I, I love this, this first chapter. And that's the perfect. Go ahead. Jeff. I don't want to cut you off, but that, that that's perfect because you just sit and think about it and put it, pick a situation where you know the right thing to do and the thing that the Lord's asking you to do, make it the smallest thing um, of just the normal path that, the, that I, I could think of a thousand things and I'm not even going to name one uh, specifically, but, and everybody's saying, let's go this way. And you know what, what's your faith and what, what God's calling you to do and how much I just, you know, how easy or how, how easy it would be just to say, you know, you're right. I'm nuts. I, I need, you know, or, or you're right. God will forgive me tomorrow. Let's go do that. And, and ha- Sometimes that he's just going to put us in that position that I'm going to grow your faith by standing your ground. No different than that that Joseph had to had to face with his buddies. It's like you're talking about. Like we face that and so many things today. And and a lot of the time, it's not the not the easy thing to say. Uh Uh, because. I'm free to, to do lots of things, but, but sometimes that's just, you know, it's not what I need to do. It's not what I'm going to do and, and catch the pushback from it. But, but you catch the guy in the corner that, that comes up after and says, why, why are you different? Why did you, you used to do this. Why don't you anymore? Um, and you, you can imagine them buddies there on Joseph that, that give it a, give it a minute down the road and say, Hey, Hey, we, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm glad you did that. You know, <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah when they yeah. gather around when this is all rolling in there and up to all the way up to on the cross you know i mean they're like yeah. whoa wait a minute I, I that's not what i said man you know that's not what yeah. i mean i knew it'd work i knew it'd work between y'all no i didn't say that you know and i think you know a lot of times you know about 
just that, just like what you said. I mean, can you imagine what the buddy said, you know, whatever else. And I know Joseph was a step, a man, a step above of that. You know, he's, he's one of the least uh, disclosed about guys in the Bible. I mean, you got to dig, you got to dig to find stuff on Joseph in here, but, but you know that he was a man of, of integrity and a man there. And, you know, so, I mean, it's not like he walked into the bar the next night and said, Hey, look up boys, me and Mary are going to speed this up just a little bit. And we're going to be heading off to Bethlehem pretty quick or <laughs> wherever, you know, I mean, we're going to go around and, and just, uh, you know, Hey, we're going to save the world. You know, I mean, it's, uh, I think of guys in the Bible that just had to walk out on faith and had to have looked just dumb. I mean, we think about mistakes we make or, the things we've done and, you know, I mean, I think about guys and getting off, you know, off of the actual subject just a little bit, but you know, you get in there and you think about who looked at Noah sitting over there, ain't rained. And I, I've I have not been up there to Tennessee to see that, uh, replica of the boat, but I mean, can you imagine you're just over there just building on an ark and, you know, and I think back, you know, as we're going to tie this to livestock a lot, I think you've caught on to that tonight already. And, you know, I think back to uh, when I decided to make a decision to raise those goats for a living at the time that I did. And uh, I can remember a guy asking me, he said, you really think you can make a living and feed a family raising show goats? And I said, yeah, I think I can. And that was a decision made just out there on the limb. That wasn't without prayer. That wasn't the things that I do now to think about, you know, when we make decisions. You know, every day we hear somebody that's going to quit their job and go do something else or, I mean, or, or they take a different position in a job so they have more time to serve the Lord. And people think they're crazy all the time. And um, I've got a buddy. I just want to share this little tidbit just uh, down in San Angelo that was a cop. Um, he was – 14, 15 months from being totally vested and being able to retire and was called into the ministry and he walked away. Um, he's still there at that church six, seven years later. I mean, for about a two thirds of the pay and being that close to retirement. And, you know, you take that step and you take that deal. And, and those are the kind of people we got to have around us too. I mean, you know, I, uh, you know, like we said about those buddies of Joseph, it's like, man, yeah, I bet she is, you know, so I just encourage, you know, our listeners and anybody listening to this, you know, I mean, and, and I want to preface this too. Um, you know, um, three of us can be busy at times and I'm not saying our phone can ring off the wall all the time, but, um, I do know that, that any of the three of us, you know, if you've got a connection with, with Dan or Josh or myself and man, you're going through some stuff or you're feeling like the Lord's calling you to do something else man, reach out to us. I mean, if you got our numbers, text us. If you don't, you know, reach out through whatever social media Josh has left. I mean, he's waiting to just jump off the grid. I know he is. And if he wasn't having to sell a few show pigs, he'd already be off the grid. But, um, you know, just because of things like this, because when you step out, you're going to feel alone. When you decide to make those changes, you're going to feel alone. Um, find somebody around you. I mean, jump out if your buddies are the buddies that we were just kind of laughing about there or joking about, but, but seriously, if you're trying to do something different, man, you got to find that different crowd. You cannot continue to do the same things that you're doing and expect anything to change. 
And a lot of times if you're struggling, it doesn't matter if you're struggling with addictions of, of alcohol or drugs or, or pornography or just sex in general or anything like that, man, the only way to stop is to stop. And you've got to get away from what you're doing constantly. And I think right here is just, even though we're talking about this birth of Jesus is that Joseph and Mary, and they weren't just a little bit committed to this deal. I mean, they were all the way in. You know, they didn't get one bottle in and think, you know, if that don't work, I'm going to stick this other one in here and see if I can breed her two different ways right here within one little deal because I ain't sure how to do it. They were all the way in. I mean, so. That was quite the analogy there. I can come up with some stuff, Josh. <laughs> As y'all very well know. <laughs> By the way, I need to split that semen dragon coming here before long. No. <laughs> no, before we start, before we get off here, uh, and I don't know how long this is going to last. It may last another hour, but you know, Joseph, he wasn't worried about the consequences when it ultimately came his decision to do what God wanted him to do. He wanted to be in God's will no matter what those buddies thought, no matter what they'd already said to him, no matter what people were saying about Mary. Uh, he didn't care because he knew that's what God wanted him to do. He knew that's where God wanted him to be. And, and the obedience that he showed just led to God guiding him even more. And, and where, where he was probably in a position he didn't have to worry about his buddies anymore. Maybe he was able to convert those buddies. Maybe he was able to make believers out of those buddies. Mm. But his obedience to God's guidance just led to more guidance. And, and not caring. Because uh, you're going to hear it. We're going to hear it. it. When you step out on faith, you're going to have the people that, that say, man, but you've done this, and you've done that, and you've been there, and you've been you've been seen doing this, and and – you know what? All that matters is, is what you're doing now. Because Bronk, like you talk, there, there's murderers, there's adulterers, there's prostitutes. Just of genealogy. Well, God, God forgave them. He used their story to, to draw people closer to him. He used these people to produce the mother of, of the Savior of the world. And if he can do that with those folks, guys, he can do anything with any one of us three, with any one of anyone that's listening on this podcast. Don't think that you're not qualified because there's a good saying is God doesn't call the equip. He equips the called. And and, and that's that's something that, that my wife, Reagan, has said to me for a long, long time. He goes that. Once you take that step of faith and once you lean into God's guidance by being obedient, guys, the rest is, is, is in God's hand. And he's going to lead you. He will guide you. He will change you. He will forgive you. He, he'll, he, he'll rebirth you guys from, from whatever you're doing, from whatever's holding you back from being 100% committed. He will make all things new and he'll make it all right. You're listening to three guys that were born again Christians, and and by the grace of God, that's what we are by God's mercy and grace. So, 
that like like Bronx said, if you guys are out there and you're on the fence about you know you need to be doing something else or doing something different, stop what you're doing. Call us, shoot us a message. I mean, we've all got social media, we've got our phones. Uh the the least we can do for you is pray. We sure love to talk with you and, and tell you our story. Um that'd be about six podcasts in a row if we started telling I say say we made this go for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'll, I'll stop, but Ronk, I love it. I love this. I love you guys, and, and I love what God's doing through uh, technology. The lovely world of technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to help prop Josh up on the technology side on this. but <laughs> You know, and I think one thing in there, too, I mean, not to keep going, but maybe we will. I don't know. We're going to let the kind of Lord lead yeah. and – you know, the best thing about this, somebody gets real bored, they can turn it off, turn it back on later if they need to. But um, right here, the guy writing this, the words that we're reading come from a guy written named Matthew. Okay, Matthew, as we get in deeper into the chapter, we find some different things out. But but Matthew was a tax collector. Okay, tax collectors were hated. Jewish, The Jewish culture hated the people that went to work in the civil, civil sides of things. I mean, that was the guy that went around – gathering the money for the government. I mean, I don't know that anybody, we're just fixing to flag this whole thing and say the word IRS, but I mean, nobody's a fan. So, I mean, can't imagine back in that day when there was nobody else. So you can go ahead and tell our FBI agent we're clean. Okay. But um, he'll be in charge of monitoring this podcast, but uh, you know, the tax collectors were hated back in the day. I mean, they were, they would go around and most of them weren't straight up. I mean, most of those guys they would go get the government's part and then they'd get a little bit for them while they were there. Cause there wasn't any control. I mean, it wasn't the way those things were run. So here's the guy that, 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 that this book and that gets deeper to find stuff out. But, but Matthew was not the first of the four. If we're going to talk about the four gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, those were Matthew was not written first, but it was put first. That's not by accident. You know, we've got a guy that, that, that was hated. That, that ends up following Jesus, you know, a guy that that puts this in. I mean, he's a tax collector, so he's able to put the – he kept up with this genealogy. I mean, some things that I learned as I've just done some research and, and just done some studying and reading different material but outside of the Bible. But, you know, I mean, there's just so many reasons and so many things that come together that, that like I said, you know, and I just want to touch on that before I, I'm about out of stuff to say. I don't ever thought you all hear me say that, but – you know, as I look and I just think about the people that are listed, just like Dan just said again, these people listed in this pedigree are people that have made mistakes. And to back up what Dan said, if you're out there listening and you're thinking, man, I've done too much, I've gone too far, there's no coming back. My, my marriage is gone. My marriage is lost. There's no saving it. Or you're back to the point of, of maybe you're struggling with those addictions we mentioned earlier, things like that, man. There's never, never too late. As the intro song of this podcast, and I, this week's anyway, says, you know, we're just a nobody trying to tell everybody about a man that saved our soul. And Jesus Christ came to walk this earth for 33 years as a perfect, sinless man. The only person that's ever touched this earth that can say he lived sinless. He hung between two thieves on a cross. 
that are sitting with him in heaven because he had the authority to say, man, it's okay. And I think that's when the, the whole thing, if we get to it and we do one of these episodes and we don't come down to the end of it to where we invite you to, to find out more about this Jesus we talk about, you know, and I know we're going to have people hop on here that maybe they're not blood-bought believers just yet. Maybe there are people that are questioning people. Maybe there are people that were raised in church, but things happen. I mean, hey, I'll tell you right now, I'm a fan of church. I love church. I go to church. I help pastor a church. But there's a lot of times that churches can push people away in a lot of ways if you're not careful. So there's a lot of instances. There's a lot of things that go on. And I just want you to know, just like Dan said, if you're out there listening and, and uh, man, we're going to laugh, we're going to have a good time. But most importantly, at the end of the day, we can bring one person to Christ. And it's not us doing it because God's going to have to make the deal work for them to turn on the radio to get to a Spotify iTunes, wherever all this thing will be at, you know, it's, uh, it's important to know that Jesus loves you. You know, it's, there's nothing you've done. I had a conversation today with a buddy of mine. Um, I guess he's famous in some sorts anyway, Chicho nation off of the old Dale Brisby fame, but he's a really good friend of mine from back in the Angelo days. And, and we were talking about that just today of who does Jesus love? And we were sitting there and it started out as a joke because we were talking about my internet connection. And I said, man, ain't it crazy? Osama bin Laden can send an email out of a cave, but I can't sit right here in Ira, Texas and have a Zoom call. And he's, you know, then it spurred into who does Jesus love? And he said, man, ain't it crazy? He said, Jesus loves Osama bin Laden. He said, Jesus loves Joe Biden. Jesus loves, think about the people Jesus loves. And that just made me click in here right now that just let everybody know. I mean, if these words are falling on your ears through your speakers, Jesus loves you. And so that's about all I've got for this week. You guys got anything y'all want to close with or talk about? And then I think we'll pray over these people and us and we'll let them get about their day. Perfect. He said perfect. And Dan shut me off. He's giving me the old baseball sign. Y'all don't know. Dan was a, Juco, Juco legend, or was he a Division One legend? DBU, baby. D Dallas Baptist right there. We kicked their tail in golf the other day, so I hope they were better at baseball. Anyway, so we better get off. I'm getting a little arrogant here. We prayed about me not being that way, so we're running out of time. But anyway, all right. Uh, Dan, you want to pray over us? You bet. God, thank you. Just thank you uh, for everything, the blessings you give us, God. Thank you that we praise you in the storms that we're in because we know you're writing our story through storms, through trials, through tribulations, God. We know that you're there at the end. You're there with with the with the redemption story, with a saving story, with a story that will build your kingdom, God. We just thank you for for everything. We, we thank you for. The, this podcast, Lord, and, and, and our listeners, that I, I pray that our listeners, whether they know you now or will come to know you soon, Lord, that, that that's what happens, that they come to know you and believe in you as a savior of their life from eternal damnation, Lord. Because the three of us leading this are, 
we're all sinners that are saved by grace, God. And, and we thank you for your mercy. God, we just love you. Be with us as we go. Be with our listeners as they're going and traveling, as they're listening. God, I pray that you'll comfort them, you'll guide them, you'll lead them, Lord. Forgive us when we fail you, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, we're going to try to make this a weekly deal as best we can. Um, you know, this time of year is pretty busy. And uh, but we're going to try to get together. The Lord's going to make it work. I know he will. And uh, we look forward to doing that. Y'all got topics? Y'all got things y'all want to hear about or things we need to do different as this goes? Don't hesitate to tell us. We're pretty good at taking criticism. So that being said, we'll let you guys go. Because I'm just a nobody. Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul